Hey out there to all people, and disgusting old men. This is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy who loves taking Tootsie Rolls from Dr. Phil, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing great, Brandon. I love that you just called all the old men that listen to our podcast disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I also called them not people. Oh, shit. Okay. Double whammy (laughs) slam you ran over there. (laughs) No, we have beautiful old people who listen to this podcast. I'm just going to put in a disclaimer right here. It's going to sound really odd. I'll be like, bro, actually, officially, this podcast doesn't think old people are crossing the slightest. (laughs) All views are not Brandon's. (laughs) All Brandon's views on old people are not representative of <laughs> Private Island <laughs> Incorporated. Yeah. So, Brandon. Yeah. We um, had a major holiday yesterday. We did. Boxing Day. Yes, right? No. No, it was Christmas. It was Christmas, Cortland. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was delightful. <laughs> How about yours? Yeah, it was good. A nice hot Christmas. Mm, right. When you think about Christmas, you think about 90 degree weather, right? I have to. That is my reality. <laughs> so great. All the Christmas decorations are up and Santa's in like a tube, like go swimming, right? <laughs> he is. That's how it is, right? Okay. He, yes. <laughs> that's literally it. Australian Santa is like in a tank top and shorts. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better... We got no snow over here, which is unusual for oh, our area, I will thank say. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's sad. My son was like, why isn't there any snow, Dad? And I was like, global warming, son. <laughs> Just looking at you with puppy eyes like, make some snow, Papa. <laughs> I was like, no, no snow. <laughs> and then we went to Grandma's house and he got presents and he forgot. So, Yeah, who cares about snow when you have video games yeah and he totally got video games so he's a happy camper i'm uh he actually got hungry hungry hippos too so i have to beat him in that oh, today, sick. which will be should be hard on him but i'll have a good time um <laughs> <laughs> he's gotta know the hungriest yeah. always wins i've had like 30 years of practice button mashing so like he has got no chance <laughs> but how was your crushes dreams um yeah it was pretty good uh hot like i said sweaty Sweaty. and i don't i don't know what it was somebody got some kind of gift with glitter in it and oh my god i cannot get rid of this shit Cortland. oh man i'm looking at my arm right now and like (laughs) it doesn't matter how hard i scrub how scalding the water is i'm just shiny oh man brandon i mean it's kind of beautiful but also a plague (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, glitter's the worst. I I remember watching a I think it was on Imager I saw it that somebody got like a little glitter in their eyeball and then they had to get their eyeball oh, fucking yes. removed. Did you see that? I shit? think about that every, every day. time you see a sprinkle of glitter. <laughs> yes. I'm like, that's it for me. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen to you. You're gonna get a piece of glitter in your eye and then it's your life will never be the same. Yeah, this glitter on my arm right now, I'm going to, like, rub my eye while I'm sleeping, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to wake up with no eyes. Yep. You're going to be as blind as a picture of a cat I saw in Imager that didn't have any eyes. <laughs> Imager. <laughs> full of just people You see everything on Imager, out. don't you? Pretty much, yeah. Because even the if it's on Reddit, it's hosted on, on Imager. Imager. <laughs> right. 
That's 50% of the internet right there. Because then two weeks later, it ends up on Facebook. Cortland. What, Brandon? Once again, yeah. we're headed back to Halloween. Oh my god, we were just at Halloween. This I is know. A homolo- like, this time period right now, what an amalgamation of, of holidays. We had Halloween, then we had Christmas. Well, actually, we had Christmas Eve, because I count them as two separate holidays. Then we had Christmas. Now we got Halloween again, girl. What are, what are we doing? I don't know. We're stuck in Halloween. That's fine. It's a good time to be stuck in, right? Lots of candy, fun decorations. Pretty great. I like Halloween. Me too. I wish... Well, I feel bad for you because they don't really do much for Halloween in Australia. Yeah, it's different. It's a different vibe. (laughs) (laughs) So, we've got our second of three Halloween episodes in a row, Cortland. We've watched The Haunted Mask 2, a part one. We did, yes. What did you think of this part? Well, it's a two-parter, so like the first part's mm-hmm. just kind of inherently going to be a little bit boring. But I actually kind of liked it a lot. Um, it was boring. Like, not a lot happens, but just like seeing the characters again is really cool, and it's it was done really well. There's a lot of things that were done in it that I love, and I want to talk about it. Oh, we will. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was kind of a good. We needed this episode. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh, the streak of some of these episodes we've had, uh, it was nice to have a Haunted Mask tier episode. Right, yeah. And it takes itself as a sequel, like, really seriously. Yeah. Like, they do callbacks to things that don't even fucking matter, and I'm just like, damn, alright, I love it. Yeah, so maybe we should just talk about it, because there is a lot to talk about. Okay, yeah. We should. Let's get it over with. So, so we can get the part two, right? Get it, get it over with. Yes. Let's get <laughs> this trash get this over with so we can get back to Go Eat Worms too. Oh, yes. Go digest worms. <laughs> All right. So the episode starts right away, Cortland, with yeah. ya boy, R.L. Stein. Yeah. I have to say, oh my Brandon, God. I think I said this last time, but he looks more bored this episode than he has ever. <laughs> like, he is over this shit. Yes. <laughs> this, I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, they finally got him back after, what, like 10, 11 episodes into season two. They yeah. dragged him into the studio. They probably tried to get him back on episode one of season two, but he like looked at the list of episodes they were doing, and he was like, bad hair day? Fuck that. Call me when you get to Haunted Mask. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he shows up here, and uh, he's standing in a basement filled with masks. He holds up a green zombie-looking mask, and he's like, ugh. <laughs> then right he away, says... You're just like, oh boy. <laughs> Then he says, oh, sup, I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. Oh, my God. Like we didn't know. We've only seen I you, know. like, three other times. Oh, my God. Oh, You're the reason we're watching this, R.L. I love that he always has to say that. He's not just like, yeah, I'm R.L. Stein. You know. He says, I write the Goosebumps books. He's got to explain the fact that we didn't just jump right into a story. Because you know these kids are checked out, right? Yeah. They're like, who's this old man with a mole on his head? Get th- what the fuck? <laughs> he continues on. The evil of the haunted mask lives on in our story, The Haunted Mask 2. He waves his hand at the basement without taking his eyes off his cue cards and says, oh God, I know. 
This is the basement of the store where the haunted mask was made. It looks as if the mask maker left in a hurry. Wonder why? You're gonna find out. Submitted for the approval of R.L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I noticed that he was reading cue cards, too. And I was like, oh, my boy. You just can't even be bothered to memorize, like, two <laughs> lines. He's like, you know what the story's about. You don't need to read it on cards. Oh, yeah, right? You fucking wrote it, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's squinting like, uh, the evil of the haunted mask. Oh, my God. And then the protagonist, Charlie... Beth is back, and she's <laughs> better than devil. <laughs> Charlie Beth. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was great boy. to see him, though. It was. I like seriously though. His most bored. Yeah, he doesn't have like he doesn't play with any of the props really. He no. just stares at the camera, says his lines, and then he out. <laughs> Like, do you think we're going to get his mom and dad back for this one at at the end of part two? I really hope so. No. No. No, no of course not. That was they at his barely most could get him in the studio. They definitely aren't <laughs> getting any of the extended L family. Oh, my God. Oh, like, just imagine, like, how excited he was for Haunted Mask Part 1. <laughs> Look at this. It's like he's been yeah, beaten he, or something. He was stripped of humanity. He was literally like, what's up, guys? It's me, RL. I'm here my first episode of the Goosebump Show. Woo-woo. Mom be is the just like... Shit. <laughs> this episode opens with like a three-minute-long sigh. <laughs> He's staring at the ground. Oh, man. What'd they do to my boy? <laughs> <sighs> like, have you seen some of the episodes this season? It's true. It's true. He's been watching them. Oh man! All right. I love well, okay. Now we got to get back that's, to the. That's RL. That was the highlight of the. <laughs> <laughs> We're transported into the story now, and just like last episode, we begin with two people walking down the street of a suburban neighborhood decorated with Halloween decorations. It's the same set. No, it's not. No, but you you, you could have fooled me. <laughs> One of the girls there says that the party that they had come from was awesome. It was lit AF, yes. The other girl says that their costumes were really good and that their moms did a really good job making them. That'd be cool if we could see them. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Just have to take their word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like two teenage girls just walking and talking about how awesome their moms are. I'm sure that happens all the time. How wholesome is that? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) The girls get closer to the camera now, and we can see that these are our favorite girls, Carly Beth and Sabrina. Yeah, right? Returning favorites. They're played by the same actresses, too. Like, the Catherine duo is back. Yep, long and short. I love it. Sabrina tells CB that her costume was the hit of the party. CB says, yeah. Everyone loves a two-headed girl. And we can see that in her arms, she is cradling that creepy-ass Carly Beth mannequin head from the first haunted mask like a baby. You know, I didn't hear that line when I watched it, so I just thought that she takes this bust everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she probably does. She seems to really like it for some reason. 
I just assume she has to take it everywhere so that like she doesn't get haunted by the haunted mask of the first episode. You know, the first yeah. That does make one. sense. That's what I thought because, like I said, <laughs> I didn't know she was. That's a like her girl, just... warding away evil spirits. Yeah. Hmm. It's a nice. But, no, it's not. Yeah, that's not it. But it's a nice idea. I'm so creative. Sabrina asks if she's going to use the same costume for trick or treat, and CB says, "Nah." I don't want to take a chance and break it. Well, I'm probably never going to come up again. (laughs) Then the two girls notice that it's after 10 o'clock and decide (sighs) to hurry home because both their moms are going to freak the fuck out. I would freak out if my kid were out after 10 o'clock. Not going to lie. 10 is late. I know. Like, it's after 10 right now as we're recording this, and I I just want to sleep. I don't blame you. It's not at all, and I still want to just sleep, so... (laughs) (laughs) We get some creeper cam footage of someone watching the girls, ready to jump out and scare them from behind a tree. But Cortland, yeah. this ain't the old Carly Beth. No, she it's spidey not. senses a trap, and she, she takes ma- and she takes matters into her own hands, marching over there to that tree and yelling, "Boo!" I love it. She has like a, a fucking that's so Raven vision, and she goes over there. And she's like, <laughs> "Chuck and Larry or whatever, fuck off, Chuck and Steve." <laughs> yeah, it's Chuck and Steve. Our old pals from the last episode, and they fall to the ground, and they're upset that their brilliant plan is foiled. Yeah. I got a problem, Brandon. What's your problem, Cortland? Everybody so far has been the same actor and actress, except mm-hmm. for one character. And it's, like, yeah. glaring it's to me. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Because uh, he's not even similar <laughs> looking. <laughs> no. So, fact, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's the kid from Cuckoo Doom, isn't it? It is. Okay, yeah, that's weird. That was an odd choice. I think he's a better actor, though. So, I mean, right. it is an upgrade. I suppose, yeah. yeah. But also, like, continuity, yeah. It is weird, considering, like, everybody else is the same. Yeah, like, spoilers, but Carly Beth's mom is the same, and they couldn't get this kid to reprise his role for but so I don't get it. It probably is just more like, like, uh, Steve... In the first Haunted Mask is a very small role. Like, he doesn't do anything. Uh, Mm -hmm. But Steve here is the main character, pretty much. So... Yeah, that's true. They needed a stronger actor. Okay. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, you got Amos Crawley right there next to him. Like, he's a strong actor already. Fucking powerhouse. He's great in this episode. I'm just gonna be honest. I think Chuck is my favorite character in this episode. He does really good, like... This episode's interesting because it kind of, like, you have Chuck and Steve, and then you have Carly Beth. Like, it's kind of like, you get kind of two perspectives in this episode sometimes. It more so focuses on Chuck, but, or, no, Steve, but, yeah. You get yeah. Carly Beth's side of things, too, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, old character and new character, even though he's not new because he was in the old episode. But, like, it does focus on the, the previous character while also focusing on this new perspective. Mm-hmm. I like it. But then Chuck's just there being awesome. (laughs) Sabrina gives CB a high five while the two boys stand up. Steve asks how CB knew it was them. And she says, I don't know. I just got that old Steve and Chuck feeling. Chuck pouts that Carly Beth was so much more fun last year. You know, like when she was easier to torment and stuff. Right. When they were literally bullying her. (laughs) Yes. She was way better when she was a victim. Oh my God. CB says that that shit is in the past, and starts to walk away. 
But Steve catches up to her because he wants to know about that old mask she had last year. You know, the haunted one. Mm, yes. She gets a bit uneasy and says she got rid of it. Steve is like, oh man, that thing was dope. But CB says, no, it wasn't dope. It was evil. Then she starts to explain how it wouldn't come off and it took over her personality and everything. Yeah, I lo- appreciate the way that they're kind of backfilling, like giving us the story of the first episode. I think it was done really cool. I mean, it's not, like, natural because this is really weird, but I like the way they do it. Yeah, it works. I don't know why she's, like, explaining this to her bullies. Like, well, I didn't at the time, but it seems like they're, like, kind of frenemies. Yeah, they're, like, buddies now. At least least Chuck and and the gang are. (laughs) Chuck and the gang. Steve will settle for just knowing where she got the mask from. But CB isn't going to even go that far. And, like, really, how many mask shops are in town, Cortland? That's what I thought. It wasn't that, like, off the beaten path, either. It was right in front of a pumpkin patch. Like, the girls walked yeah. by it. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode. It's a small town. Like, people would know, like, there's this novelty shop that sells masks. Or maybe not, because, spoilers, it's shut down. So it clearly didn't do very well. <laughs> well, Carly Beth threw $20 at him and ran away, and that was the only sale he got. <laughs> Do you, she never even returned it. She underpaid for that mask, and then she fucking buried it. <laughs> You're oh right. God. She's a monster. She needs to be stopped. She's a monster without the mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Steve, in his desperation, takes Carly Beth's mannequin head hostage until he gets some answers. He tosses it to Chuck, and then they play monkey in the middle with CB at the center. Sabrina tries her best to help from the sidelines, calling them jerks and stuff, but that ain't helping at all. Guys, a book of brains. (laughs) You guys are jerks. Steve pleads some more, and Chuck tells CB that Steve is sick of being a pirate for Halloween. So then don't. (laughs) (laughs) I... Yes, that is going to be a thing that we're going to have to discuss because this pirate thing comes up, like, constantly. Yeah, just fucking don't, then. When Chuck says that this time, I was like, huh, that's a funny little one-off nod to the last episode when he was a pirate. But no, that's, like, the defining feature of his character (laughs) is that he has to be a pirate every single year. It makes no fucking sense. (laughs) Against his will, because he, like, he doesn't want to be a pirate, but... No, his mom just keeps adding to the costume. <laughs> saying, like, this is great, isn't it, son? Yeah. He's being held hostage on his own favorite holiday. What is it with this town that, like, no wonder a fucking mask party shop couldn't survive in this town when literally <laughs> everyone makes their own costumes? Yes, everybody's mom is a master seamstress. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> They're all just fucking amazing, these costumes. They only had one kid last year that didn't want to wear what Mama made, so that's the only sale they got. Yeah, like, any kid wearing a store-bought costume is going to be bullied mercilessly here. Oh my god. What a twist of fate. Your mom can't sew a (laughs) Cthulhu costume? (laughs) Oh man. My mom used to make me costumes, so... Really? What did she make? One time I was a snow leopard. Okay. That's the only one I can really remember. Was that your choice? Yeah, I wanted to be a fucking snow leopard. I don't know why. I was like four years old. All right. I mean, that's cool. I ran so fast in it. 
I remember I wasn't one of those kids. I was not one of those kids that got new shoes and was like, oh, how fast do I run now? Like, I love that, but I never thought about it. But when I put that Snow Leopard suit on, I ran, and I was like, (laughs) fucking lightning. (laughs) It was dope. (laughs) Sounds like you need a new one. I wish. (sighs) Yeah, my mom used to be a a legendary Grandmaster Seamstress. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the, the Halloween costume guild. Yeah, I used to have, well, I actually still have. My mom made me, like, some quilts when I was younger. I think you probably remember them. They're, like, the patchwork, like, blue and white quilts that I had. My brother and I both have one. Now I have both of them, and my son uses them every night. So I always, like, (laughs) I never had a blankie, but I literally did, and I still have them. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Don't Uh, let anyone tell you different. Nobody knows, so they can't, (laughs) except for everybody Well, they will now. (laughs) after tossing the head around some more eventually sabrina manages to snatch it out of the air saving the day i know right she tells steve he's just going to have to be a jolly old pirate and she walks out of there with carly beth okay chuck jokes that maybe steve can be a scary pirate but steve tells him to shut up good they kind of have a different dynamic this episode don't they yeah i wanted to talk about that um i feel like Chuck has grown as a character and Steve has kind of regressed because in the last episode, Chuck was the one that like wanted to do it. They wanted to scare Carly Beth and you know, they were in the Mm -hmm. yo ho ho. He would scare like Steve in the, in the cemetery and everything. But now it's Steve. That's like, this is my last hurrah. Like I'm, I want to be as scary as I possibly can. This is it for me. And he's kind of mean about it. And that's just an interesting dynamic shift. I thought. Like, Chuck was definitely the quote-unquote leader of the two in the first mm-hmm. one. But now, like, I don't know, Steve pushes him around quite a bit. Yeah. Or at least sticks up for himself. Yeah, he does. I think it's because he's a whole new actor. But uh, <laughs> who do you think in our, like, friendship, who do you think's the Chuck and who do you think's the Steve? Uh, The Haunted Mask 2 Chuck and Steve or the Haunted Mask 1 Chuck Let's and Steve? Let's just keep it a ridge. Go with one. Okay, I am definitely the Chuck, and you. <laughs> I am you're the lowly the Steve. Steve. <laughs> yes, you're just constantly vying for my attention and my approval, and I right. just, uh, you know, I don't appreciate you. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> well, you have to. I... All right, let's get this show Just on the road, Cortland. My second episode form, Brandon. God damn it! Let's get this. Let's go, Cortland. I know we're only like two minutes in. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> As they're walking away, Sabrina asks CB what she actually did with the mask, and CB tells her she buried it in a place where no one will ever find it. Oh, good. So then this episode's going to be really short, then. Yeah, resolved. <laughs> As she says this, the scene fades into a shot of the graveyard. Uh It pans across some headstones until it settles on a patch of dirt that hasn't been disturbed for a year, I guess, because it still just looks like something was recently buried there. Yeah, no rain in this town. (laughs) And the ground pulses as the haunted mask itself rises from its grave and it looks fresh as a daisy. Oh my god. Dude, like, did it just get up because she summoned it? Like, they just haven't been talking she about it for a it? year? Like, I think if... Did somebody say you, my name? Pretty, 
pretty much every day I'd be like, Brandon, you remember that one time you were fucking a terrible person and you were smashing pumpkins and shit? Like every day hmm. I'd bring it up. <laughs> now that you mention it, I guess I do remember when I was possessed by a demon. Be like, yes, I remember. Shut <laughs> Stop up. Stop talking about I'm, it. I want to move on with my life. I'm more than the time that I was the devil. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Cortland, did you notice on one of the headstones, it very prominently said W-R-U-T? Yeah, I did. What, I don't know. what is that? I don't know. I feel like somebody on Twitter will let me know, though, right? Please, someone, let me know what rut means. I hope we find out that W-R-U-T is some kind of Ron Oil nod so to too. somebody. It's just so prominent that it's got to be yeah. something. Like, no, none of the other gravestones have anything on them. I bet you I could look it up on the Goosebumps wiki right now. Ain't nobody got time for that. We cut to commercial break, and when we come back, we're treated right away to a doozy of a shot. The haunted mask rises off the ground in front of a green screen, and it looks around a bit, then floats off into the background. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty <sighs> good. Like, it doesn't look terrible. It, it doesn't look terrible. No. <laughs> at all. It doesn't even look bad, but it's just the lighting on the mask itself, like, doesn't match the background so much that it stands no. out That's a lot. That's like the lot. most 90s thing, though. I know, but it would have been so easy to True. make it match and look a lot better, but whatever. We cut now to some other creepy looking masks in the basement of the mask maker's shop. We then see the mask man himself sharply dressed in a black suit, poking at a furnace. His face is more scarred and discolored than the last time we saw him. It's all greenish and gray. He looks disgusting. He does. Okay, that's another thing that I want to talk about. So, like, the lore of the Haunted Mask is really cool because in the first episode, he's basically like, my face gets ugly and I peel it off and it becomes a Haunted Mask. And I was like, that'd be cool to see. And then this episode, we kind of see it happen because his face is all, like, nasty. Like, he's getting ready... Like, to remove it so that it becomes a haunted mask itself, right? I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's just disgusting to look at. A bit, yeah. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out. But I love it. <laughs> he checks the time and is like, I gotta hurry. So he runs over to the masks and picks them up and just straight up chucks them into the fire. Yeah, right? Why didn't, why didn't fucking <laughs> Carly Beth do that? Because Carly Beth is not smart enough. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. Fire destroys everything, so should be option number one. Yeah. We get a close-up shot of one of the masks melting into nothing. It, like, like slops down into a puddle of masks. <laughs> it reminded me, Cortland, did you ever use Kai's Power Goo? That program in the 90s? Where I'm sorry. You... <laughs> no. Kai's Power Goo? Yeah. That sounds like it... you made it up. No. No. I... I loved that program. It would always open up to a picture of the Mona Lisa, and you could just, like, use a smudge tool and, like... Oh, smudge tools are great. Yeah. And this was in the 90s, so it was, like, amazing. <laughs> and you could just, like, morph and melt faces. No, but I wish I did. Okay. Well, somebody out there knows what I'm talking about, and it was like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he goes to grab what looks like it might be the last mask when he hears something. He asks who was there, and the haunted mask is there, floating and hissing. The shopkeeper is like, fuck, it's what I was worried about. 
Halloween made you come back. <laughs> yeah, he just says it so dejectedly like that, too. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. That Halloween thing. Forgot about it. The mask confirms this, so my man picks up a fireplace poker and threatens to kill it. But the mask is too fast, and it flies around the man, and then flies toward him. The camera cuts away to a shot of the fire, and we only hear him go, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Yes, the sound of having a mask put on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh shit, this is like, like it killed him. And it's cutting away, like, you know, so we don't see cool. all the, the gore. Yeah, the but, uh, <laughs> no, now we see the man on the floor, and he gets up, and now he's wearing the haunted mask, which snarls a bit. That's weird. That's kind of awkward, because it used to be his face before, and then he's like, fuck this face, and now it's back on him, and he's like, damn it. Yeah, so he's like, double face. Ugh, two-face, if you will. And when he's wearing the mask, like, you can't see his eyes. Yeah, they're, um, like, meshed over for some reason. And yeah. I thought, like, oh, man, we're going to get a downgrade. And when, you know, the kid inevitably puts on the mask, like, his eyes are going to be meshed out. Which, it doesn't, it's not how it happens. So, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do that the whole time. No. The makeup effects are still good. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know why the shopkeeper's eyes are blocked out. I don't know. It's really dumb. And as he walks away, the camera focuses on a new mask. A wrinklier, lumpier, and hairier looking goblin mask. Mm -hmm. Or the Snaggletooth. Yes, the all-important Snaggletooth. It looks really good, you know, when you compare it to, like, the cover. It's, like, really spot on. They did an excellent job. Yeah. The, whoever the mask maker was for this, just should Fantastic. have been on the opening intro instead of R.L. Stein. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. That, that's blasphemy. They could have right made there. an R.L. Stein mask, put it on literally anyone, <laughs> gotten a better performance. <laughs> but, you know, then it wouldn't be our boy. So. Yeah. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your recasted best friend thank you so much for joining us today whether this is your first episode or you listen to all we've got to offer we are so thankful for you spending some time with us looking to help support the show and get access to some sweet bonus content like early release episodes stickers t-shirts and more become a patron for as little as one dollar a month at patreon.com private island we post new content regularly which is usually multiple times a week the higher the tier the more rewards you get so check it out and become a patron today I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, the Bronzebeth, Eddie, Tristan, Venice Witch, and Sarah, the Silvergoth, Shane, Stephen, Matt, Kristen, Geraldine, Evelyn, Aaron, and Brittany, the Golden Day Days, Angela, Faith, Sarah, and Matt, the Platinum Bostics, Brian, Bryce, Farron, and Kathy, and the Diamond Zebel, Michael. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. If social media is your thing, be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Private Island Presents and on Twitter at PRVT Island. We make a lot of content each week to promote our show, like handmade gifts and videos, memes every Friday, and more. We do live watch parties of full-length episodes every week on Instagram, so stop by, say hi. We usually host on Wednesday nights at about 8 p.m. Eastern. You can hang out with us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandc. Brandon and I play a few games here and there of Dead by Daylight, so you can come watch us get killed. We hope to finish up the Are You Afraid of the Dark game this Saturday, The Tale of Orfeo's Curse. 
Right now, we're usually streaming about 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for their work on the music for our show, aside from this theme dating start from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to thank Brandon for his work on the artwork. I just wanted to say thanks again for listening into our show. You guys mean the world to us, and we seriously appreciate your support. For now, I'll let you get back to the show, and I will talk to you later. Bye! It's daytime now at the local school. Steve is sitting on top of a picnic table watching an old man with a walker when Chuck shows up and asks Steve what's wrong because he's pouting again. Uh-huh. That's all he does. Steve says, I'm bummed. Tonight's Halloween, and this may be our last chance to do something really scary. Next year, we'll be too old for Halloween. Well, Sure. Some people might say they're too old now. And some people might say you never grow old. Too old. What do you think about that, Cortland? What do you think about trick-or-treaters who are like 14, 15? Uh, uh, my, my thing with it is that as long as they have a costume on, you know, as long as they're mm-hmm. not being lazy and they put on, you know, nothing and they're like, give me candy. I'm like, I still give them candy because I'm not going to do that, but I don't like it. Yeah. They gotta put an effort in. I yeah, expect like, I agree with a, you. a big effort too, but you know, if anything's fine. Yeah. I don't get the the old cranky man yelling at clouds opinions that you know, trick or treatings <laughs> for five year olds only. Nah, I mean let kids be kids. If they want to trick or treat when they're sixteen years old, that's fine. They're still kids. Like who cares? Yeah. Sixteen year olds are still kids. I'm just trying to save face because I may or may not have trick-or-treated when I was 16 years old. <laughs> when was the last time you and I went trick-or-treating? Because that would have been mm. the last time I went because I only went with you pretty much at some Let's point. Let's see. We went when we were 12 for sure. I think we trick-or-treated around your house one time too. So maybe like 13? 13 or what was the What was the year where you went as a kid with orange hair? <laughs> Uh, that was when we were 12 or so, I think. All right. Is that the same year that we got stuck on top of your shed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What a year. Yeah. It was a crazy wild year for both of us. <laughs> stuck on the roof of our shed. Oh, man. You're the one that fucking kicked down the ladder, Brandon. <laughs> no regrets. You were like just jump down and i was like no you jump down and then we were just like help uh, we're stuck <laughs> how long were we up there in my memory it was like hours well we had to find alternative sources of food so i think it was like an hour <laughs> <laughs> all right chuck is like whatever man but steve is having an existential crisis for real Saying, Life's passing us by, man. It's just passing us by. There's stuff I gotta try. The years go by, and before you know it, you're, you're a drooling, disgusting old man. I, I drool- love that, because he they pass by the old man from, like, a moment ago in the scene. Yup. They're like, it's disgusting, fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting piece of shit. <laughs> just go die already, old man. <laughs> This old man's just like, walking yeah, with a walker. Minding his own business, trying to enjoy whatever days he has left. Oh. Steve's just by, like, taking up all my air. Fucking useless. God <laughs> damn it. Old fucking man. 
Yes, absolutely. What a scene. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck says, cheer up. We still get to go trick-or-treating. And Steve sarcastically says, that's great. Maybe we'll get our mommies to go with us, too. I want to scare somebody. And just then, the shopkeeper with the mask walks in front of them, just casually walking down the street. Another fucking old man in front of a school, whatever. He looks at them and snarls, and then starts to run away. Chuck mentions that the mask looks very similar to the one Carly Beth had on last year. And Steve calls out to the old man to find out where he got it. But he ain't talking, so the two boys chase him. And they must chase him for a while, Cortland, because we cut now to a completely different location... Yeah. Some train tracks far removed from the school. (laughs) The boys yell again about where he got the mask, and the man stops for a second to point, and then runs off, and the boys lose him. Now they lose him, yep. But they look where he pointed, and it's the shop where Carly Beth got the mask. But now, it's all boarded up, and it looks like it's been closed for much longer than a year. Mm -hmm. The two boys go to investigate the novelty shop, And when Steve notices that it sells masks on the sign, Steve says, Do you think this is what he wanted us to see? Eureka's Castle! I found it! (laughs) The man with the mask that looks like the mask Carly Beth had took us to this mask shop. Do you think Hmm. these clues are all somewhat related? No, no, no. (laughs) Go back home. Alright, let's go home. Put on your pirate costume. (laughs) Chuck is getting creeped out, and you can tell he wants to get the hell out of there. But Steve wants that mask. Getting that uh, mask. (laughs) They both hear a sound that makes them jump a little, and they follow it to the back of the building. A door is open and flapping in the breeze. Steve is itching to go down there, and Chuck points out that it's closed for business. Uh, yes. It's a good point, though, because you would assume... Okay, hold on. Let's just stop right there, Brandon. This is you and I in this situation. Would we go in there? Uh, hell no. Really? I think we would. What? No. Yeah. They're, they're... No. You can go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, this is why I'm the Chuck and you're the Steve. <laughs> you Brandon, can go... Like, I wouldn't take anything because that's stealing, but, like, I would totally explore it. That'd be awesome. It's not the stealing I'm worried about. Oh. You're gonna go down there and get murdered by a vagrant for okay, sure. Well... We're like 13 years old. I haven't thought about getting murdered by a vagrant yet. It's not one of those things that's on the top of my mind. I've been thinking about getting murdered by vagrants for a great many decades, Cortland. Oh, okay. Well, then hopefully you could talk me out of it. Okay. All you'd have to be is like, you'll get murdered, and then that would be what I focus on for the rest of my life. Okay? We'd probably go down there. We probably would. (laughs) Yeah. But in this situation, I would assume that all the inventory would be removed like nobody's just mm-hmm. leaving expensive ass masks in a shop yeah you're right but i wouldn't know that until i got in there and said hey all the inventory's gone it's like they took all the expensive masks out of here what the hell <laughs> we definitely probably wouldn't go in the basement though i'm scared of basements yeah that's where bad that's shit where goes down murdered. <laughs> oh. chuck tells him Come on, I gotta get ready for tonight. And you gotta get into your pirate gear. Uh... Which, man, was exactly the wrong thing to say to Steve right then. Yep. So, you know, they both end up going into the shop. Inside, Chuck immediately wants to leave. 
But Steve wants to check out the basement. Chuck says, nah, fuck this, I'm out. And Steve calls him a chicken. It's really weird because they don't even check the main room to see what's left. They're just no. like, hey, a basement, let's go. Steve walks down the basement stairs alone. In the basement, he starts rifling through boxes. And we get the Goosebumps creeper cam of someone watching him. Mm. Someone with a mask on. Who could it be? After looking through a good amount of boxes, he calls it all junk and looks ready to go. What an but ass. Then... <laughs> It's like free stuff just sitting there. <laughs> this stuff's too free. Halloween it's decorations. Junk. Like he picks up a, a plastic sugar skull mask and it looks all right, but he throws nope. it. He says this stuff is shit. He suddenly notices the goblin mask. He picks it up and hides it under his jacket and runs upstairs. What a fucking thief. Like who's he hiding it from though? At least Carly Beth paid like a good $6 for her mask. Yeah. It was open for business then. Now it's just some empty shithole. We cut to a living room where a woman is sitting on the floor holding a pirate costume. Oh my god. She tells the disinterested dog, who's wearing a party hat, by the way. Why is the dog wearing a party hat? I don't know, but it's wearing a party hat in every scene. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. She tells the dog that the costume is going to look adorable on Steve. She's also sitting in, like, the most boring-looking room imaginable. <laughs> it's just all brown. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. This woman. I, I thought for a second it was Carly Best mom and she got recasted, too, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Steve runs in the house and quickly makes his way to his room. He pops his bag on the bed and pulls out the mask like it's a priceless antique. Yes. He puts it on his face and he looks in the mirror. It immediately shrinks to his face with a... And Steve goes, yes! That's not the right response to that. <laughs> no. It really isn't. He turns around and says, Tonight, terror will stalk the streets. This is gonna rule. Mom comes to the door with the pirate costume and she lets herself in. She asks who's in the room with him and he says, no one. He's taken the mask off now and gives mom shit for coming in before he said so. She asks again if someone is in there with him, and he makes a crack about keeping the three stooges in his closet. And she actually does check the closet. But she doesn't have time for his bullshit. She shows him his pirate costume. She added a little parrot to the shoulder because Chuck had one on his costume last year. Oh my gosh. Right? Attention to detail is mom's forte. Mm-hmm. She saw Chuck's costume. She saw the costume Mrs. Chuck made last year. And she <laughs> just felt so bad about herself. She wrote that one down. Just imagine all the one-upsmanship that would be going on well, in this the town. Fucking, yeah, they got like the Seamstress Guild and all the gals get together Sunday morning. They have their coffee and they just talk shit. But it's like that, you know, rude... It's like being polite but rude at the same time that those gals do, you know? And she, mm -hmm. you know, Chuck's mom was just like, and and it's got a parrot on it, unlike some costumes, <laughs> as she sipped her tea or whatever. <laughs> and Steve's mom was like, that fucking whore. I need to make a new costume for my baby next year. It's got a parrot and everything. So that's how that happened. She saw that parrot on the shoulder, and it was like an American psycho with the business cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly 
Are we still in the room? Because I have things to say about this room. Yes, we're still in the room. Okay. What the fuck is this paint job in this room? Somebody took a tire, rolled it in white paint, and just scourged it across the fucking walls. Why? Yeah. What is this? Do you see yeah. this shit? Yes. There's okay. there's tire tire treads and handprints in sh- various shapes. And there's just shit all over the walls. Like, granted, he has some cool posters. He's got a cable poster from X-Men. That's awesome. Yeah. But he also has, uh, what is that, Courtney Love? Is that who that is? I couldn't tell who that was. I saw the Hendrix one. Yeah, he's got Jimi Hendrix, which is awesome. I'm pretty sure that's Courtney Love. And then he's got tire tracks all across his room, just fucking left turning and shit like that. And then he's got fucking X-Men and some other poster that I kind of vaguely recognize, but I don't know what it is. Some kind of comic book from the 90s. Yeah. Wildcats or something. Um... Yeah, it's a very eclectic mix of... Of shit. Of shit, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a different Some word. Some of it cool, he... most of it not so cool. Yeah. Uh, he likes all sorts of things. Mostly tire marks on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big plus for him, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The mom was probably, you know, in the interior decorators guild as well. <laughs> Although not with the lounge room, because that, like you said, it's just a brown shit, brown shit colored cube. Yeah, with a, a teal couch as like a complimentary color for a second there. So, like maybe they just put all of their love and affection and craft and talent into their children, and meanwhile she's wearing like you know ripped up rags and. Sits she's in this just... <laughs> shit box room. She's only allowed to wear beige. <laughs> but then, you know, his room's decorated it's with the most hell. expensive tire paints. <laughs> yeah, my, I think word on the street is they bought those tires specifically for those walls, and then once they painted them, they threw them away and burned <laughs> them. So, thanks for that, fucking Steve fam. Steve says that the costume is great and thanks her for right. it. Which I was actually happy about because I expected him to, like, make her feel like shit about it. I expected him to sit there and cry and rip it in part (laughs) in front of her, just like Carly Beth did. (laughs) That would have been better. (laughs) Stupid Jack Rip! (laughs) But that didn't happen. He at least pretends to like it. (laughs) Mom leaves to give him some time alone. As soon as the door is closed, he throws that pirate shit to the side and picks up the mask. But then mom is knocking on the door again. What the fuck, mom? Give this kid some fucking privacy. Seriously. She's just all up in his business all the time. She doesn't have anything else to do except for sew, interior decorate, and put hats on dogs. <laughs> Steve goes... She probably made that hat. Steve goes... Steve goes out of the room and the camera stays on the mask which is crawling with spiders and the skin is pulsating. It looks really cool because they use live spiders but get that shit off my bed. You know? (laughs) You don't want no spiders on my fucking bed? Gross. I like spiders and I still don't want them in my bed. Yeah, same. I like spiders too but get them out of my bed. Like, I don't want to be swimming in spiders while I'm sleeping. Mm -mm. We got to a commercial break, and when we're back, we are greeted with Carly Beth's mannequin head right up close. Yeah, so we're back with Carly Beth now. How exciting. Yeah. 
CB herself walks out into the room wearing Cortland. <gasps> yes, Brandon. A ducky costume. She's wearing the duck costume. What? Oh my god, that is such a good callback. It, it was so perfect. I was like, I don't know what this town's idea of like wearing costumes over again is, because like Carly Best's mom didn't know that she didn't wear the duck costume. I mean, I guess she mm-hmm. probably did after the fact because it was torn to shreds and she had to repair it, but... <laughs> it took her all year. It just got finished today. <laughs> it's great. I love that she's in the duck costume. I think it's perfect. She calls for her mom, and we see from outside that the shopkeeper is watching her in his haunted mask. That's weird. Very. When he sees the hideous Carly Beth mannequin head, he snarls and ducks out of frame. He has to see it. Like, he can't just feel the power of the love. <laughs> no, it has to smile at him. Is it kind of like where, like, vampires have to see the cross, I guess? What about vampires before Christ was born? You know, or what about those No vampires? such thing. Christ created vampires. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mom comes in with CB's ducky mask, and her brother Noah comes in dressed as a bee asking her if he can use that mask from last year because he wants to be a killer bee. Okay. Um, I do appreciate that the mom and the brother are both the same actor. Yes. And actress. Everyone. That's cool. Except Steve. Mom says, Hey, I thought you got rid of that mask. I didn't like it. Hmm. CB says that she did and tells Noah that he's lucky he only put it on once. Yeah. Because if you put it on three times, you can't take it off. Oh, okay. I like that they added that in, but I was trying to think, did Carly Beth put it on three times? I mean, she must have had to have, or else they wouldn't have said that, right? Yeah, I think so. Let's just go with it. I didn't realize it was like a hard and fast rule that it's got to be three times. I thought it was just like, oh, you put it on once and it's like, mm-hmm, this mask is nice. And then you put it on again, just doesn't come off. But The mask is a lot of work. How many times are you going to like realistically put it on and take it off? Once is the answer. Yeah. Like, when you put it on, you're putting it on to keep it on. Right. Carly Beth says goodbye and leaves the house to meet up with Sabrina. We cut to later, where CB is dressed up like a duck and walking with Sabrina, who now, Cortland, is dressed up like a tiger instead of a normal house cat. Yeah. So, Sabrina's family is fucking rich. I know, they afforded all the fabric and the plastic for the mask. It's really great. She's wearing a different costume. The only person in Maskville or whatever town this is meant to be. The R.L. Steinaverse, yes. <laughs> but she's still a type of cat. Right. And, uh, like, at this point, too, you're going to assume that uh, that Chuck is going to be a pirate, right? Like, wouldn't you assume? Because Steve is, like, they'd be yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum and it up, right? Yeah. Because, like, Chuck had the expectation that Steve would still be a pirate. He wouldn't just leave him hanging. Yeah, they're best buddies. <laughs> like, he is the duck to her to Steve's lion, right? Or the duck to Steve's tiger, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, Lord. Sabrina asks Carly Beth to do the duck walk. And oh Carly, Beth, Carly Beth does, um, flapping her arms and legs wildly in a dance of sorts. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's going to be a gif, right? You have to see it to believe it, so (laughs) please do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Sabrina laughs and says, 
I love that. It's going to be such a great Halloween. I love this generic statement. Done. <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> then Sabrina gets serious and brings up last year. Oh, saying, come on. Guys, it's been like six times already. It's only been like <laughs> 20 minutes. She says, I know you don't like to talk about it, but I'm just glad you're able to be out here having fun. Carly Beth says, I am too. And then she notices Chuck, who's rocked up, dressed like a mobster, in a pinstripe suit and fedora. Hmm, that doesn't scream sailing the seven seas, swashbuckling, <laughs> etc. He's still a criminal. Okay, true. They ask what he's supposed to be, and he does his best Brando impression. But the girls don't understand a word he's saying, even though I think he's perfectly understandable. I thought the Marlon Brando impression was, like, spot on. I've never seen Godfather. It's something that I really want to watch, but um, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm just, like, over... I don't know. Giving him more credit than credit's due, but Amos Crawley's great, so he did you a are, really great but, job. But it was okay. still it was still good in this scene. I didn't know what the fuck was in his mouth. It turns out to be cotton, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He pulls the cotton balls out of his mouth and he says, A gangster. A Marlon Brandy. No, I just said that completely wrong. Marlo Brandy, right? <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Whatever. <laughs> You're a Marlo Brando. Fuck off, Brandon. <laughs> okay. You're a Charlie Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chuck says he's going to go get Steve now, and they ask if he's still going to be a pirate. Chuck says, I don't know, we found this old party store. Carly Beth says, Party store? Where, on 10th Street? Chuck says, yeah, I think so. CB asks if Steve went in the store. Chuck lies and says no. So, satisfied, they all walk off together. <sighs> Fucking crisis averted. <laughs> At home... Steve is stuffing the mask and the pirate costume in a pillowcase. Mom calls out for him, so he goes out to see her. She asks why he's not in his pirate costume, and she looks totally crushed. Yeah, she spent fucking a year on that goddamn thing. <laughs> on that too. parrot? <laughs> she got the beak just right. She had to use real parrot beak. <laughs> <laughs> Steve says that he's going to get changed at Chuck's. Which is instantly suspicious. Like, mm. why? Why would you do that? The dog, Sparky, starts barking at the pillowcase and he won't stop. God, shut up, Sparky. You're giving away the secrets. <laughs> Sparky's just trying to help. End of this before it starts. <laughs> then the doorbell rings. Mom grabs her candy bowl and starts passing out treats to a group of trick-or-treaters. While Steve sneaks by her and runs out. Yeah. The mom screams, be home by midnight. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> midnight? What the fuck is that? I would never let my child be out with midnight. I don't care if they're 13, 14. Like, fuck that. Be home by December. <laughs> I'll leave a little food out on the patio every night. <laughs> so basically, I'll leave you a Red Bull. Steve is just part of the streets now. She doesn't even give a fuck. Midnight. The fuck? What? My god. That is late. Yeah, it is. Fuck, jeez. Who? Who? What are they doing? Trick-or-treating ends at like 8 o'clock, people. 
Yeah, seriously, what? God damn. What is he doing for the other four hours? You're only going to get mom up to no good in that mom time. Mom doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't care, care, even though he's like her entire life. She got Sparky. <laughs> You're right. Like, think she of all the hats that. she could make for Sparky. Alright. She doesn't need Steve. Mm-mm. She's like, please go into that shopkeeper's basement. <laughs> get, get murdered. So I could finally stop making this pirate costume. What she wants, she wants to get the life insurance money that she just put out for for Steve, and she wants to spend it on new hats for Sparky. <laughs> that dastardly mom. She's she's a wily one. You gotta keep your eye on her. Steve is outside hiding behind a wooden fence like a fucking weirdo, and he pulls out the mask and starts going, "Yes, oh yeah." He puts it on again, <laughs> and we cut. To Chuck walking down the street. I gotta say, Brandon, I think it's funny. What are you getting annoyed with me in your check? No. Okay. I think it's really funny that the only thing that Steve has is that mask. Like Carly Beth had a solid plan with an incredible costume to go along with it, with a severed Carly Beth head on a mm-hmm. bike, and he's just like, "I'm gonna put this mask on, and that's it." Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be old. I'm going to have an old face, and that is it. (laughs) And it is going to be terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't accessorize even a little bit. He doesn't try at all. There's no plan. It's literally just, I'm going to wear a mask like every other kid on the street. And somehow that's going to be terrifying and make me feel alive again. (laughs) You want to know what, though? It kind of works in his favor because he already dresses like an old sloppy man. Yes. <laughs> it was just the 90s, I guess. <laughs> He's got, like, his sweater vest on. He's <laughs> got the suspenders pulled up to his belly button. <laughs> yes, yes. He's got his eyeglasses in his coat pocket. His watch from his from his pocket. It's got the chain on it, so he can tell the time. Like he's, he didn't do that on purpose. That's just what he was wearing that day. <laughs> if anything, the mask makes him look younger. <laughs> right. I don't know how all of that hair can fit under the mask, though, Brandon. He's got like a shield of hair. He does on the top of his head. He's got that '90s boy haircut. A voice calls out to Chuck, wheezing and choking. Hey. Over here! Chuck starts walking towards the bushes where the sound is coming from. And the voice calls out, Come here, young fellow. I love the voice. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not Steve used doing it, right? Like, it's somebody else that's like eight I don't know. Right? It's, sometimes it sounds like it's him and sometimes it doesn't. So I think it's really good. Like, it's not as great because like with Carly Beth, you could tell that Catherine Long was doing that voice and it was awesome. With him, like, it just sounds really cool to me. Yeah. He's, it's got a good voice. It's It doesn't sound as, like, evil as Carly Beth's Mask 1. It sounds more like an old man. Yeah. He's um, getting that old man aesthetic, you know? Chuck actually does walk closer to the bushes. Like, I don't know why. Like, he does seem like he has a, a head on his shoulders enough to not get into dangerous situations. As evidenced by the, you know, basement situation. Mm-hmm. Where he bailed on his friend, yes. Hearing this mysterious 
old man being like, come here, young fellow. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what's an old man going to do, you know? I mean, don't answer that, but... <laughs> when Chuck gets real close, Steve pops out wearing the mask, saying, Don't be afraid, young fellow. Come closer. Chuck recognizes it as Steve immediately, because of the clothes he's wearing. Because that's Steve's style, yes. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're dressed like an old man? You must be Steve. Oh, uh, hey, Steve. <laughs> but the mask oh, says, they used to be his clothes before I took them. Oh, Chuck okay, is like, gross. huh? Took them? Yeah, me too. And then the mask grabs Chuck's shirt and yells, that's what I said, sonny! Oh my god. Then he starts taking Chuck's clothes, too, right? Oh, yeah. He's just like, all the boys' clothes. <laughs> Chuck begins to run off, but Steve takes the mask off, saying, You were so scared. <laughs> Chuck comes back, asking where he got the mask. Steve tells him he took it from the store, but no big deal, because it was out of business. Steve gets a psychopathic look in his eye and says, I'm going to put some serious fear in people tonight. But why, though? Yes, I don't understand. I don't understand the, his motivation. Oh, well, like, whatever. He's, his fear is becoming too old, and youth is manifested in scaring people, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Chuck keeps asking to see the mask, and Steve says, You want to see it? He puts the mask on with the... And roars at Chuck. You've just been waiting all night to do that, haven't you? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Chuck touches the mask and says, Ew, it feels like skin. Dry, old skin. The mask says, I know! Isn't it the greatest? Chuck asks Steve how he's doing that voice. Steve says, What voice? This is my own voice, you jerk. Steve then notices a group of trick-or-treaters enjoying their night, and he has to put an end to that shit. He oh, runs up and grabs the bag of candy. The girl says, hey, get that back. And he yells, make me. And they run off. I liked it better when Carly Beth did it. Yeah. I mean, so far, Carly Beth just has like a devilishly funny yeah. <laughs> evil streak where she's like, Throwing the candy up in the air, making it rain. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. She's like, nah, nah. <laughs> he, he just, uh, I don't know, just yells at people. <sighs> then Steve just thing. starts running around, scaring everyone he can see, just going, nah, nah, nah. but he gets out of breath very quickly and starts <laughs> wheezing. <laughs> yeah. Chuck runs up asking what the fuck is going on, and Steve says he feels so tired. He just needs energy. And he pours the bag onto the ground and starts shuffling candy into his mouth. Yes. Chuck is pretty freaked out by all this and says, if you're going to be flipping out like this, I don't think I want to be around. Steve says, what are you talking about? We're going to terrorize the neighborhood. This is our night. And he goes back to slurping up candy. Chuck tells him, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Steve stands up and says, you know, I'm getting sick of you. 
you're a weak, stupid boy. Damn, okay. Yeah, it's getting pretty harsh. Remember that one Chuck time I asks called him, you a weak, stupid boy? <laughs> yeah, I know. We stopped being friends for like a month. Oh my god. <laughs> Chuck asks him, what's wrong with you? Would you take off that mask, please? And Steve mocks him in a high-pitched boy voice going, please, please. <laughs> Which is maybe my favorite part of the episode. Chuck says, what's happening to you? And Steve responds, maybe I'm evil. Does that scare you? Chuck tells him, no, yes, I don't know. The mask tells Chuck to get his crybaby ass out of there, because he's nothing to him. The boys go their separate ways, and Steve goes back to yelling at random kids. We cut back to CB and Sabrina as they approach a house for candy. An old man says, here we go, one for the duck, and one for the cat. Sabrina says, I'm a tiger. (laughs) I love that. So, it's kind of a, a throwback right there, too, because... Yes, it didn't is. Didn't somebody call her a mouse in the last episode? Yep. She's like, I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> so, she's doomed to never be recognized for what she is. Yeah, and she is in a very, very, very recognizable costume. So. Yes, it is a fucking tiger. That guy's a um, stupid idiot. T- to blame her, though, <laughs> she, she changes costumes every year instead of sticking to the same one. Like so, like... Else, yeah. Yeah, everybody else stays in the same costume, so the townspeople all learn. Like, oh, Steve, you're a pirate. But they've got to learn a new costume every year for Sabrina. That's rough. It's just too That's much. a hard life. <laughs> After that house, the girls stop to check out all the loot they got so far when Chuck runs up. He tells the girls, something is wrong with Steve. CB says, we know that. <laughs> Good one. And then they high five. (laughs) And then they all clapped. (laughs) But Chuck tells them, no, like for real, he's acting like a jerk. Sabrina says, maybe it's because he has to be a pirate again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Chuck says, no, he's not a pirate. He found this mask, a really creepy mask. CB asks, where did he get it? We already went through this scene, though, didn't we? Did we not? I know. Like, fucking put two and two together, Carly Beth. He went to the mask shop, and now he has a mask, and he's evil. (laughs) (laughs) You are uniquely in a position to figure this out. Yeah. CB and Sabrina are interrogating Chuck about the party store and the mask, demanding answers. Chuck finally admits that he snuck in the back door and that the mask felt like real skin. CB says, we have to find him. Steve is in trouble. Major trouble. And we cut back to Steve and he throws a pumpkin at a person's house and he's just laughing about it. CB did it better. Yeah, CB did everything better, but I don't know. That's okay. This guy's old. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's laughing, but also coughing, because he just can't handle all this energy. (laughs) Suddenly, he collapses on the ground. And even more suddenly, that's the end of this part of the episode. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Um... 
He's like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Beware, you're in for a cliffhanger. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is, uh, that's it. <laughs> hmm. That's the end of part one of the Haunted Mask Part Two, or the Haunted Mask Two. The Haunted Mask Two Part One, right? Yes. Okay. Ooh, I lo- wow. I loved it. Like that was a. I didn't think we were gonna be able to joke about a lot of stuff, but we got a lot in there. <laughs> it's it's a good time. I wasn't sure how much I was going to like it because, like, I liked Carly Beth and I. Oh yeah. Felt bad for Carly Beth. Um and I don't really feel bad for Steve. <laughs> I think he was a jerk <laughs> before he put on the mask. Yeah. But I still I'm still interested in his story. I'm more interested and... in how this ragtag bunch of kids is going to save him. Like I'm still more interested in Carly Beth. I uh, I want to see what Chuck does. Oh yeah. Chuck is probably going to Oh my god, he's probably going to have to like give him loves True love's first kiss, right? Um, I mean, y- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's the game. first kiss, but yeah, <laughs> a kiss. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm just okay. So I don't think we need to go through IMDb because these kids are almost all the same. And then the one that's not the same was in another episode of Goosebumps. So yeah, I the only new actor in this is. Marilyn Boswell, Steve's mom, who's played by oh, yeah. Julie Kaner, Connor. Uh, oh, she has 50 credits on IMDb, which is a good amount. And I really liked her in this episode. Me too. So it's good to see that she was in some things, including two episodes of a TV show, In the Dark, which came out this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Working it, uh, Miss Steve's mom. Yeah. She's also in... 85 episodes of a TV show called Street Legal. So, sounds like she was a main character in that. And, you know, two episodes of The Twilight Zone, the 80s version. Sweet. Have you watched much of the 80s version of The Twilight Zone? I might have seen an episode or two. Okay. Definitely something that I'd like to watch. Well, we will. So, um, yeah. That's the episode. Yeah. There's not much, uh... More to say without having seen the second part of the episode. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. I'm excited to see it. Me too. I can't wait for Steve's mom to uh, construct a bust of Steve's head because I don't know how else they're going to break this mask curse thing. You know? Jeez. Uh, what if it's just Carly Beth's head again? Mm, I have. What a if good Carly feeling. Beth's face is just the key to all problems? Well, I'm going to say, Brandon, I think that the bust of Carly Best's face is going to get destroyed at some point in the next episode. I just have a feeling that its time is up, you know? Oh, no. Yeah. Then Mom will have to make a new one. She's going to be like, fucking goddammit, Carly Best, now I'm going to make a whole new one. It's never going to be the same. She's never going to get the chin right. Well, she didn't get it right the first time, but we still (laughs) loved it anyway. True. True that. True that. All right. Well, we will talk about part two. And next week, I think that's it for part one. Yes, we're about to leave as suddenly as we started as well. (laughs) I've been up all night. I'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Bye, everybody. Bye.
drooling, disgusting old man.